0: It's been really interesting over the last few weeks to walk around campus and see all that the college is doing to ensure the health and safety of students, faculty and staff, as we return and prepare to reopen for the semester. There are so many signs and kiosks, encouraging the wearing of masks, social distancing, There are so many hand sanitizing stations. There is so much plexiglass plate everywhere you go. It's it's quite incredible. And what are all these precautions for? They're meant to preserve the health of the body. On the feast of St. Monica today, At the same time, I'm kind of left thinking, what if we tried this hard all the time to preserve the health of our students' souls? Don't get me wrong, the college's current efforts are are essential, they're really good, and yet, you know, to capture what Jesus says at one point to the apostles, don't be afraid of what can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of what can destroy both body and soul. What he's talking about is serious sin, and there's a reason we call serious sins deadly sins. Deliberately making a choice in which we turn our back completely against God this kills the life of the soul. It cuts us off from the source of life and grace itself. And if the body is not, well, it, rather, if the soul has not been brought back to life you know, through the sacrament of confession, and you know, we die a natural bodily death, in that state, uh, we've got some problems. The death of the soul involves a much worse fate than any bodily death. And this is precisely why St. Monica prayed her guts out for her son Augustine because she recognized he was locked in patterns of sin. And out of her deep love, the love of a mother, she wanted her son to have life again and to have it more abundantly. Now... Um, You might think the effort to protect, you know, especially the the spiritual health and well-being of students, you know, even more so than their bodily health, that means more laws. It means, you know, more policies, protocols, strictures, restrictions, even more so than we have already to help protect us from the pandemic. But that's not the case. You know, with a virus like COVID, yeah, you know, the whole aim is is to avoid something, to prevent this virus from from entering oneself and spreading to others. And and there's certainly a temptation in the modern world to see the moral life as nothing more than this, trying to prevent vice as if it's COVID itself from happening and spreading. But prevention is not the whole picture. Attempting to avoid sin is not the same as, as seeking to promote and cultivate virtue, cultivate health. You know, it, it's, it's one thing to try to avoid the things that cause us sadness. It's a whole other enterprise to actively seek and move toward what brings us happiness. All the strictures that we face right now. They give us the chance to find ways to promote virtue anew. To promote genuine choices made out of a desire for genuine happiness. We don't need signs and masks and protocols. We need living witnesses. Witnesses that Show us the happiness of Christ can be our happiness. I ask you to pray for us here on campus that the Holy Spirit may inspire us to find new ways to promote spiritual health and at the same time preserve bodily health as well.